We must start by looking inwards because nothing externally is going to show us the way. Self-reflection is a powerful tool for gaining clarity. Just take a moment to explore your passions. What lights you up? What are you interested in and your values? What makes you come alive? What are those tasks that you just get lost in doing? Hey there, I'm Jess Jamo. Like so many of you, I know firsthand how hard it can be to find time for myself in my life. As a young, single, working mother of two, I understand the unique challenges that busy women face. Juggling work, family, and our relationships leaves us overwhelmed and without room for ourselves. Instead of resigning myself to being the junk food eating, hanging on the couch, and Netflixing kind of girl with no ambition that I once was, I decided enough was enough and it was time for me to take control. I transformed my life into being an integrated health and life coach, a senior corporate leader, and an entrepreneur. And now I'm here to tell you that if I can get unstuck and regain control in my life, so can you. In this podcast, I share practical and actionable ideas, strategies, education, and tips to help you live your most purposeful life, even with a jam-packed schedule. From topics such as stress reduction, self-care, and healthy eating, to career development, goal setting, and future your life planning. I hope this can be your sanctuary and a place where busy women come together to encourage and help one another navigate the complexities of living the female life. So I'd like to welcome you into my virtual home. Come on in and stay for a while. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey, and welcome back to the Breaking Up With Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Jess Jamo, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about empowering women who are feeling stuck in their careers or unsure about their next steps. I'm going to start today by acknowledging that navigating careers as women is uniquely challenging due to the range of obstacles we face with societal expectations and barriers that hinder women's professional growth. From the gender pay gap and underrepresentation in leadership positions to unconscious bias and the struggle for work-life balance, and I discuss these realities head-on in today's episode. And while it can be disheartening at times to talk about these challenges, It's crucial to have these conversations to strive for change and create a better future. And I believe that you have the power within you to navigate and overcome them in order to create the career you're fulfilled in. So today, in addition to acknowledging these unique barriers that women face, I will also get us into action by discussing tangible steps to break free from career stagnation and building a fulfilling path forward. We'll start by understanding the power of self-reflection and identifying our strengths, which can pave the way for discovering our new career possibilities. From there, I will give you practical strategies to build out your career goals and action plans, teach you how to leverage your strengths effectively, and finally talk about the power of women's mentorship. So come along today with me and let's take control of our professional journeys and really unleash our true potential. So if you're ready to break free from the chaos, find a path that truly resonates with you and shape your careers on your own terms, you're in the right place. All right, let's start by having an honest conversation about how societal expectations and realities play a significant role in shaping women's career paths. This is not meant to turn our discussion into a mindset of all doom and gloom, but I do feel it is not only important but necessary to acknowledge these barriers that women face in order to effectively create our paths forward. I don't know about you, but I've had plenty of my own experiences along the way within my career that I could speak to today. But I'll save that for another time and an entirely separate podcast and instead just start with the 
many statistics out there that shed light on the unique challenges that women face as we navigate our career paths. While it can be disheartening to confront things like the gender pay gap, unconscious bias, underrepresentation in leadership positions, and the motherhood penalty, it is an important discussion to be in as we talk about developing our career paths and being fulfilled and successful in those careers. So I'm going to take just a minute to share some thoughts on a few of the challenges that women face and to hopefully bring forward some actions that support us in continuing to move forward as a society. Starting with the simple fact, but not so simple fact, that traditional gender roles and expectations continue to place limitations on women's ambitions, leading to self-imposed restrictions and fixed mindsets. However, more and more women are challenging these expectations and forging their own paths. They are embracing all career paths, breaking into male-dominated industries, and becoming leaders in their field. By defying societal norms, women are reshaping the narrative and paving the way for future generations. And hell yes, I 100% know it is not easy. I truly believe that talking about our unique experiences allows us to take action, not only to strive for change in society, and to create a better future, but it also allows us a place to create change from within ourselves. See, if we put our own limitations on our ambitions, then how can we ever expect to move forward not only within ourselves, within our careers, within our companies, but also within society? So we must start by looking within ourselves and doing our best to acknowledge if we are operating within some of these self-imposed limitations that are placed on us. All right, let's move on to the well-known gender pay gap. Looking at a study with the Department of Labor, overall, women are not paid as much as men, even when working full-time and year-round. On average, women working full-time year-round are paid 83.7% of what men are paid. This inequity is even greater for Black and Hispanic women. The gender pay gap serves as a reminder to advocate for equal compensation and stand up against wage disparities. By understanding our worth and negotiating for fair pay, we can actively work towards closing this gap. This is a specific topic that so many women struggle with as it can be incredibly challenging and intimidating for many to speak up, ask for, and negotiate pay that matches our worth. I know firsthand how hard it can be to ask for what you know you deserve when it's not already recognized in you. This is a topic that I think I will create an entire future episode on as I think it's worth continued discussion. Part of talking about the wage gap and advocating for what we are worth ties directly into the underrepresentation of women in leadership positions. While it is slowly increasing, we continue to have quite a ways to go. And as many of you know, representation matters. LinkedIn did a deep dive on leadership gender representation in the United States and Canada using their data. The analysis highlights the need to continue to implement policies that promote gender diversity. In the U.S. and Canada, only 37% and 35% of leadership positions are being held by women, despite women compromising 47% and 46% of the workforce. This lack of diversity not only limits organizations' potential to thrive, but it also reinforces that gender bias, which we'll get into in a minute. This underrepresentation limits opportunities for women to influence decision making and shape organizational culture. This is where continuing to embrace our unique perspectives, skills, and strengths 
and actively pursuing leadership roles, along with supporting one another in creating networks of women leaders, we can continue to pave the way for future generations and challenge this status quo. Part of the contributing factors of underrepresentation of women in leadership positions lie within companies existing in outdated structures and practices, whether they realize it or not. According to the American Association of the University of Women, the qualities of a leader, as well as the path to achieve leadership roles, are still largely based on outdated male model that shuts women out. Things like old stereotypes, because men have been leaders for so long, and the traits associated with leadership are often thought of as masculine and not viewed as favorably when exhibited by women. And things like fewer connections in our industries. Men still surpass women in having the networks to learn about opportunities and find mentors and sponsors to champion them. And then there's things that come along with a lack of flexibility. Balancing work and family can be a challenge that limits women from seeking leadership roles. And saving the best for last, the continued biases and discrimination. So while it has improved over the years, sexual harassment, hostile work environments, and subtle biases are still very real and represent really large obstacles. I want to pause just for a moment here and talk about unconscious biases. For any of you who may be unclear on the terminology, I just want to make sure we are speaking the same language. So I'm going to define it by the Oxford Dictionary's definition, which is an unfair belief about a group of people that you are not aware of and that affects your behavior and decisions. I believe we have a long way to go when it comes to unconscious bias that women and minorities experience every single day. In my personal experience, unconscious biases show up as reoccurring microaggressions in the workplace, which are a indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of marginalized groups. And while these behaviors may seem subtle to some or those who don't experience them, these actions and behaviors have a significant impact on women's ability to truly show up as their best selves in the workplace and advance their careers. And finally, all of this ties down and comes together in our work-life balance, both literally in the most physical format way of managing our work and our personal lives, but also emotionally. And this can be particularly challenging for women. According to a survey by Pew Research Center, women in the United States are more likely than men to experience work-family conflict. This can impact career choices and opportunities for professional development. One reason mothers are more likely than fathers to say it's harder to get ahead in the workplace may be that women are much more likely than men to experience a variety of family-related career interruptions. According to Forbes, many more women are wearing the multiple hats, working full-time jobs while managing their homes, spouses, and kids simultaneously. And research shows that working moms are more likely than dads to assume more responsibilities at home. This means that more women assume multiple roles outside of their jobs while being expected to maintain the same efficiency as their male counterparts. These responsibilities are lopsided, and the various aspects of their lives continue to bleed into each other as they attempt to manage them all. Hence the emphasis on work-life balance among women a concept meant to ensure that a part of their lives don't overshadow the other equally important parts. 
The problem, however, is that the popular notions of work-life balance are individualistic and still place the onus on the woman to find the solution. All right. Sitting here, walking through these very real challenges that women face and reading some of the articles and statistics that I came across to you guys, it can really feel a bit overwhelming, at least for me. And I know personally that I have also experienced each and every one of these that I spoke to firsthand. And as I sit here today, I am saddened that women still face these barriers and have these experiences as they move through their careers, no matter what level your career is at. And it's what we continue to have right in front of us. So as we continue to navigate building our careers, we must continue to advocate for policies that promote work-life integration, advocate for women in leadership, and advocate for equal pay. And Let's also work on prioritizing self-care, setting those boundaries, and communicating our needs effectively. This is so important because no one will do this for you. And let me tell you a little secret. No one cares as much about you as you do. So you must be the one who protects your energy because no one else will. All right. So with all of that said, remember, friends, while these are very real barriers that we continue to face, they are not final destinations that determine our success. So I want to switch gears into talking about actionable steps in getting unstuck and building your career path that you can take away from this episode and implement right away. I'm going to start with what I believe to be the core of identifying your next steps in your career. And that is making time for self-reflection. Yes, I said making time because that is exactly what you are going to have to do. We are all busy and dealing with multiple aspects in our lives. But in order to have progress in our lives, we have to prioritize ourselves first and make some time for us. So Notice I didn't say you have to take time or find time or manage your time. I said you have to make the time because that is what will be required. And when you make that time, we're going to start with self-reflection. We're going to give ourselves a space to tap into what is important to us. So let's ask this question. Have you ever found yourself just feeling stuck or not even knowing what's next for you or even where to start with your career? I'm guessing because you're listening to this, probably you have. I know I have, and feeling stuck or just not sure where to go in your career can be frustrating and a disheartening experience. It's during these times that self-reflection becomes invaluable. We must start by looking inwards because nothing externally is going to show us the way. Self-reflection is a powerful tool for gaining clarity. Just take a moment to explore your passions. What lights you up? What are you interested in and your values? What makes you come alive? What are those tasks that you just get lost in doing? Embrace those unique qualities and really start to reflect on what makes you you and who you are. By taking a step back and examining your thoughts, emotions, and aspirations, you can gain clarity on what truly matters to you in your professional life. Well, really any part of your life, but today we're talking careers. So self-reflection allows you to go beyond the surface level dissatisfaction 
that you're experiencing and dig deeper into your values, passions, and long-term goals. It helps you understand why you feel stuck and it opens the doors to new possibilities. Through this self-reflection, you may discover that your current career path is not aligned to your core values or that you have outgrown your current role. Perhaps you've been overlooking certain skills or interests that have the potential to bring you greater fulfillment. By diving into your inner world and asking yourself thought-provoking questions, you can uncover hidden talents, possibly, untapped potential, and underlying factors that contribute to this dissatisfaction. Self-reflection is an opportunity for self-discovery and self-awareness, laying that foundation for a more intentional and fulfilling career journey. So before you move forward in taking action or building out goals with your career development plan, carve out time to sit in that self-reflection you may be surprised what comes up for you. If you want a little extra support with this, I will link a prompting questions worksheet to get you thinking in the show notes below. Okay, once you've taken that time, well, let me take that back. Once you have made time to reflect, some things may begin to show up for you or may begin to become more clear And to help you continue to explore and identify what next steps to take, I'm going to introduce you to the importance of understanding your strengths. This is something that you will hear me talk about a lot, as focusing on your strengths can be one of the most transformative things that you can do for your career and, quite frankly, for yourself. This was a game-changing, life-changing process that I went through years ago, and it shifted my mindset on my personal development, my career growth, my personal growth, and just really how I saw myself and how I showed up in this world. Now, I know that's a bit grandiose, but learning to leverage your strengths is an activity that I come back to time and time again because it really has been the most eye-opening and life-changing Uh, thing that I have done for myself. So the idea is instead of constantly trying to fix our weaknesses, we focus on our strengths instead. We are trained to look at the areas of our life where we can do better, where we can improve more, where we um, maybe aren't as strong, and those end up being the areas that we focus on for development. And while it is good to be aware of those areas of our life, You know, they are our weaknesses for a reason. And rather than focusing on always trying to improve areas that we quite frankly likely will never be all that great at, shifting our mindset to focusing on our strengths and leveraging those can change how you go about your day. It can change your career path and it can change your future. Leaning into our strengths can lead to more engagement, more fulfillment, and more career success, and just living a happier life. So like I said, while we should all be aware of our weaknesses, they're just not naturally who we are. And ultimately, if we're always trying to fix them, then we will continuously find ourselves looking for the next best thing, unfulfilled and unhappy. When we align our work with our natural abilities, we experience increased job satisfaction and overall job performance. Identifying your strengths requires intentional exploration and self-assessment. One effective way to do this is through taking the time to ask yourself questions like, 
What activities do I enjoy? What comes naturally to me? When do I feel the most energized? You can reflect on your past achievements and successes. Look for patterns and themes that emerge, highlighting the skills and qualities that contributed to those accomplishments. Consider feedback you've received from others throughout your professional journey. What do people often come to you for help or seeking advice in? Often, others can provide valuable insights into your strengths that you may have overlooked, so don't hesitate to ask. Find a trusted source and just ask the question, what do you think I'm really good at? I will include these prompting questions in the uh, journal entry worksheet that I will include linked to this episode below. You can also utilize various assessments, such as personality tests and strength finders assessments to gain further insight on your unique strengths. These tools can provide valuable insights into your personality traits, work styles, and areas where you naturally excel that you may not be aware of. They can help you uncover those hidden talents and shed light on potential career paths that align with your strengths. I personally have used Gallup Strength Finders not only for myself, but for building my team and for employee development. And I love it. No, I am not an affiliate. I just think it's a really amazing tool. So I will make sure you have the link to that below as well. There is a small minor cost to it. So the free version, you can just use my journal prompts to do this self discovery, or you can do the I think it was like $25 maybe for the Gallup's Strength Finders that provided a lot of insight on areas that you may just not be aware of. And it also gives you some ideas for a development plan. So I found it an incredibly useful tool, um, but you certainly don't have to use it to discover your strengths. What is so amazing is that each person truly possesses a unique set of strengths and talents. And these strengths, when recognized and nurtured, can become powerful drivers of career success and honestly in your life as a whole. It's important to know that strengths are not limited to technical skills or job-specific abilities. They can encompass a wide range of attributes such as leadership qualities, creativity, problem-solving, empathy, adaptability, or effective communication. A great example is, say you have a talent for problem solving. You can position yourself as a valuable asset in tackling complex challenges. Or if you excel in building relationships and networking, you can leverage those skills to create opportunities and advance in your field. At the end of the day, when you leverage your strengths, you bring your best self into your career. You are more engaged, motivated, and fulfilled. Your strengths become the foundation for building expertise and achieving exceptional results. Embracing your strengths and leveraging them in your career journey is not only about personal success, but about making a positive impact as well. When you bring your authentic self to the table, you contribute to a more inclusive and diverse workplace. You inspire others by showcasing what's possible when individuals embrace their unique qualities. Embracing your strengths requires self-belief and the courage to pursue opportunities that align with your authentic self. Embrace your strengths, celebrate what makes you unique, and have the confidence in the value that you bring to the table. You can think of your strengths as your superpowers. All right, 
How many times do you think I can say embrace your strengths in one podcast? Probably a lot more than I just did, but I hope that sinks in and I hope that it triggered a new way of thinking for you as you move forward in your development plan. So after you've done the work to self-reflect and discover your strengths, it's now time to open your mind to new possibilities. Try not to limit yourself to what you've always known. Explore diverse career options that may excite you and inspire you. Research industries you may not have considered before. And step out of your comfort zone and allow yourself to dream bigger. You're going through this exercise. You're taking the time to reflect and discover what you're really great at and what drives you. Why not pause and open the world of wonder and possibility of a different career path that leverages your strengths in a more meaningful way. Through this process, you're going to reflect back on your strengths and identify which areas that you truly excel in. Consider the tasks that energize you and motivate you, the skills that come naturally, and the activities that bring you joy. Remember, these clues can serve as guideposts, pointing you towards career paths that align with your innate abilities. I mean, how great would it be if you discovered a strength that you didn't even realize you could turn into a career path or something you could leverage in your current role? Just wow, how great that would be for you. Take the time to research industries, job roles, and growth areas that align with your strengths and values. Remember, the goal is to find a career path that resonates with you and ignites your passions, of which I want to pause just for a minute and address really quickly. We all don't need to be working in a field that we are super passionate about, or we are hashtag living our best lives, or hashtag so that we never feel like we're working again. I want to be clear. I'm not suggesting that by self-reflecting and spending time discovering our strengths that we would all find our dream jobs and live our passions. I mean, honestly, how many of us even know what our passions are? While that would be super great if that was the case for you, there are very few people in this world who actually feel like that is the life that they are living. And sometimes we can feel like we are doing something wrong if our career is not our passion or that we don't absolutely love what we're doing most in life. More on this probably in a separate episode again, but it's 100% perfectly normal and okay to not live your passion through your career. That is not what I'm talking about today. But what I do know and what I'm talking about today is that by aligning our careers with our strengths, we are more likely to be fulfilled and happy with what we spend so much of our time doing every day. And by leveraging our strengths, we can find paths that may not have been immediately apparent. Our strengths can open doors to diverse fields and industries. Do your best to keep an open mind as you think about this. Again, let's revert back to some examples. If you excel in communication and empathy, you may discover a fulfilling career in counseling, social work, or human resources. Or if you possess strong analytical skills, you might find opportunities in data analysis, research, or finance. It's important to remember that the exploration of different career paths is not limited to traditional roles or even the path that you're on now. While it can be the path that you're on now, discovering your strengths may show you something that takes you in a whole new direction and you decide to learn more about and jump on that career path. And that's totally fine. The world is constantly evolving and new industries and opportunities emerge every day. 
So don't be afraid to step into any uncharted territory and start exploring more. Also, trust in your abilities and seek out mentors and role models that can provide you some guidance and inspiration. Are you still with me here? I hope so. And if you have drifted away or are multitasking, I see you. This would be a really great time to come back to me and start listening again. Just hear me out here because now that you have gone through the process of self-reflection and you're clear on your strengths and you're like, wow, this is so great. It's time to talk about actually developing that career action plan. You cannot make progress without action, period. Don't let anyone tell you that just by visualizing it, it will come to you. This is not the field of dreams. Wait, no, maybe it is. If you build it, they will come. Okay, so yeah, they had to take action. So maybe it is the field of dreams. Nonetheless, no, 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 and no again. Don't let anyone tell you that just by visualizing it, that your dreams will all come through. Yes, visualize the shit out of your path and your goals, but then you have to actually take action. So creating a career action plan acts as a roadmap, outlining the steps you need to take to achieve your career goals. This is the place where your thoughts and self-reflection turn into actions that cause change. Because ultimately, without action, your dreams are nothing more than thoughts written on paper, if you even get that far. And I want all of you to achieve your goals to build your life. So here's where the magic happens. Putting your thoughts into action, even imperfect action, it does not matter. I always say that done is better than perfection, but more importantly, progress is better than done. So have I said it enough yet? Action, action, action. So here we go. Let's walk through how to get in action. We're going to start by setting clear goals by defining specific and measurable objectives. Setting both short-term and long-term goals allows us to break down our ambitions into manageable steps, making them more attainable. Additionally, developing action plans that outline the specific actions, resources, and timelines needed to achieve our goals provides us with a sense of direction and purpose to feel like we're all on the right track. These plans help us stay focused, motivated, and accountable through our journey. Most people, and I'm sure you may have heard this before, focus on setting SMART goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, in order to have a guideline to follow. While this is a great way to set goals, I also believe that you need to just leave space in your goal setting to be human, to adjust for life circumstances, and leave enough fluidity to revise your goals as you navigate life. I discuss a lot about the five elements to achieve goals that last in my free private podcast series with my downloadable guide. So if you're interested in diving deeper into the five elements of goal setting, you can get that guide in the link that's in the show notes. But ultimately, when you start setting your goals, take a look at your long-term vision, describe it to yourself as though you've already achieved it. You're celebrating your success. Be specific and determine how you will measure that success. Try to really feel it inside of you as though it has already happened. From there, take a look at what you accomplished to get there. Break down that long-term goal into smaller, actionable stepping stones that you will achieve along the way. This approach helps to maintain focus, provides a sense of direction, helps you stay on track, and ultimately allows you to celebrate your smaller successes on the journey to your end result. It is also important to keep all of this in existence. 
How many of you write in a journal or maybe you make a little note and you tuck it in a drawer and you close the journal and you put it on your shelf? You're like, yeah, I set some goals. And then you don't look at it for weeks. What is not in existence, we will not focus on. So it's important to keep all of this in existence somewhere you will see and work on every single day, whatever works best for you. I personally use a journal, but you could simply use a Word document if you like to work on your computer. You could print out a poster and hang it on your office uh, wall, and you can decorate it all pretty if you're artsy and craftsy. You could use a project management tool where you keep track of your actions, so like an app or something that you have on your computer. Doesn't matter. Whatever you use, just use something that you will be consistent with and something that will have you looking at your goals and your action plan every single day. As you build out these goals and develop that action plan, keep in mind that it is okay for this to evolve and change as you evolve and change over time, especially those longer term goals. Embracing a growth mindset and committing to continuous learning are essential for women in our careers. The professional landscape is constantly evolving and staying relevant and adaptable is crucial for success. By adopting a growth mindset, we recognize that our abilities and skills can be developed and improved over time. Remember, personal growth and development are ongoing processes. It's important to continuously learn, upskill, and adapt to new challenges. And I want to insert here and bring up the inevitable challenges that will arise on our career journeys, no matter how well laid out our plans are. You heard me the inevitable challenges that will arise on our career journeys. So whether it's facing rejection, dealing with microaggressions, feeling stuck, just not knowing what next step to take, we all face setbacks at some point in our careers, and it's crucial to remain resilient and adaptable because I know you're a fighter. And looking at setbacks with a growth mindset allows us to reframe them from thinking of them as failures to instead thinking of them as opportunities for growth. Think about it this way. By embracing a growth mindset, you're always evolving and growing and you are embracing a mindset of lifelong learning, not only enhancing our professional capabilities, but also cultivating our self-confidence and resilience. It empowers us to take on new challenges, embrace change, and become the architects of our own career development. Did you like that? The architects of our own career development. I should put that on a t-shirt or maybe it's not that good. We'll see. And oh my gosh, I know I'm still going strong, still talking away, and I can honestly break everything we've talked about so far today into multiple additional episodes, of which I probably will do so probably up to what, like five more episodes after this one at this point. But Hopefully you're still with me. And the final thing I want to talk to you about today is the power of supportive networks and mentorship among women. Come back to me if you've walked away. I want you to hear this if you don't hear anything else today. Leaning on a supportive network and fostering mentorships can be truly transformative. Building connections with like-minded women who understand the unique challenges and aspirations we face can provide invaluable support and guidance. A strong support system of fellow women professionals can offer each one of us encouragement, allow us to share our experiences and serve as each other's sounding boards for ideas and concerns. 
Additionally, seeking out mentors both within and outside of our fields can provide us with valuable insights, guidance, and wisdom gained from their own experiences. Mentorships offer the opportunity to learn from those who have paved the way, to gain new perspectives, and to receive advice that can shape our career trajectories. I have been incredibly fortunate to have found amazing female mentors, even if they didn't know they were mentoring me, but I have found amazing female mentors along the way that I can say for certain I would not be where I am today without them. And by fostering these connections and relationships, we can empower ourselves and each other with the knowledge, encouragement, and inspiration needed to overcome obstacles, seize opportunities, and reach new heights in our careers. If you've ever walked into a room, or better yet, a big conference center room full of other women who are all there to work together and share their ideas, concerns, life experiences, and learnings, and ultimately come together to support one another, then you know the absolute energetic power that comes with being in that room with like-minded women, and it's massively important for all of us. So if you are finding yourself feeling alone or isolated, please seek out groups and mentorships and associations and even just Facebook groups, free ones out there that you can become a part of to start engaging in conversations with other women. And if you are a woman who has been in her career for a while please consider being a mentor. There are plenty of organizations out there that would just love additional female mentors. So please think about it and consider it. We all can do so much more together as a community of women, and it allows us the space to not feel like we're alone on this journey. All right, and that brings us to the end of today's episode of Breaking Up With Chaos. Thank you for joining me today, and I want to leave you with a few key takeaways. Remember that true change begins with awareness and then transforms into action. Make the time to understand yourself through self-reflection, identify your strengths, and align your career choices in a way that leverage those strengths. Set meaningful goals and develop a career action plan that guides your steps. And most importantly, embrace your unique self and everything you have to offer in this world. Remember, you have the power to break free from feeling stuck and create the career path that aligns with your truest self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review and share it with others who may benefit from this valuable information. I'd love to hear your feedback and connect with you. Remember, ladies, let's support and lift one another up and never forget that you are worthy of a career that lights you up and your journey is unique and it's up to you to define your success. If you want to dive in deeper into your goal setting and self-discovery, don't forget to download the free guide and private podcast called She Leads the Way, a six-step framework to self-discovery and goal setting from our website. And again, I will link it in the show notes. Thanks so much for being here with me today. It means so much to me. Be sure to come back next time as we continue to dive further into the world of integrative health coaching, where we will navigate the demands of career, family, and relationships and create healthier habits and explore practical strategies to enhance your well-being. This is not goodbye. This is just till next time. I will see you there. 
All right, and that brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you took away something today that will support you on your journey, all while having a little bit of fun along the way. Before we part ways, I want to encourage you to carve out space for yourself amidst the busyness and demands of life, to prioritize what truly matters, and to embrace the freedom that comes with intentional living. Don't forget to celebrate the small victories and be kind to yourself always. Keep taking those actionable steps forward towards your goals and never forget that you are not alone. If you ever feel inspired to continue the conversation sparked by an episode or seek additional support and coaching in your life, I would love to hear from all of you. You can find me on social media or visit me on my website. Thank you once again for joining me today. I'm humbled by your time and commitment to your personal growth. Until next time, I want you to know that I see you, I support you, and I believe in you. This is never goodbye. It is always I will see you next time. Until then, my friends, have a beautiful day.